It's been crazy, girl. I was at three different birthday parties surrounded by little kids, germs, but it was all good. We had cake. Awesome. Cake, cake, cake. You know that song, right? Yeah, cake by the ocean. <laughs> so I have this topic that I need to talk about and it's drugs. What would you consider is a drug? You really want my honest opinion? Um, <laughs> drug i would say caffeine caffeine definitely is a drug to me um i feel as if i need it every single day to function but seriously speaking when i when you ask me drug the first thing i think of is probably marijuana you know the gateway drug like weed yeah or what are the, some of the other slang names? I'm, I'm not cool like you youngins. Like Molly, Coke, for oh, cocaine. Oh, that's some hardcore shit there. Yeah. Dang. Okay. So I think that drugs could also be with like people's health. People can take their health too far and they can go and be anorexic they don't choose to be anorexic but they could be their addiction could be going to the gym and not eating enough caloric intake well and i would say on the opposite end that's my struggle i'm overweight and my addiction is food well many of us in the united states is overweight that's why it wasn't considered an epidemic at one time yeah very true But, you know, I think of these people that are considered addicts, where do they start? I'm sure that it wasn't food or exercising, because I think of that as more of a treatment for for depression or anxiety. Where do you think it began? I think like people's past traumas honestly could have caused the addiction they could have tried something that helps them ease their pain to cure something not all drugs are considered bad we take tylenol we're all on tylenol we're all on motrin we're all on benadryl i just popped one yesterday because my back was hurting Mm -hmm. and i just poured me a cup of coffee at seven o'clock at night because I feel like I'm falling asleep. So uh, yeah, you're absolutely correct. Anything can be considered a drug. And you have three kids. I mean, what else is gonna keep you moving and taking care of them? Yeah, I was thinking about doing that meth one time to get energy and get me skinny, but it's just too much work. To get you skinny? Yeah, girl, you know. (laughs) All those fads out there now. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay, yeah, I can relate to trauma. You know, growing up, something may have happened. You drown your sorrows in the the liquor cabinet or a street drug, cocaine. But explain to me now, because I'm I'm older. What is the difference between cocaine and crack? What how, what what is that? Well, there is a socio- sociological, economic status difference. So the SES and Coke is for the low class and cocaine is for the high class. Okay, so all these celebrities. Yes, 
they get out there nobody hears about them we all look at celebrities and we're like damn that body yeah they got it together yes really they just shoving some stuff up their nose yeah and so when the lower class of lower ses you know go out and they sniff a line it's called coke and they look down upon you know yeah but how does one maintain that habit that has got to be so expensive i'm struggling just to keep up with the dang groceries every week yeah many of us are so we just have to think of well they didn't choose to go well we all think that they didn't choose to go steal and rob of course they chose to steal and rob but they chose to steal and rob to get that high to get that fix to get that encouragement that boost that dopamine that they really wanted oh yeah okay so from a medical standpoint i can see how you know dopamine and serotonin and all those different receptors can make you feel like euphoric happy giddy right and it's sad that these people have formed this addiction that they truly cannot live without this drug because it gets so bad yeah like with my coffee addiction you know that's not considered a drug of choice or in any medical book really as a drug. It's like more of a recreational fun drug that just like Tylenol Motrin. And if it's raining, snowing like it was today. Oh my gosh, you know, I totally will drive in that snow. I will walk in blizzards to just get get that coffee. I know, I'm right there with you. I mean, it was so bad. Like I said, I had to pour a cup of coffee at seven o'clock at night, but I have noticed, you know, you have different fads of and cleanses where you go so long without caffeine. If I don't have caffeine by 4 p.m., I have the biggest headache. Yeah, and people don't want to withdraw from drugs or even sugar can be addictive. All these cereals nowadays, all these foods, those can be addictions too, but do we call sugar under the classification of addiction? When we start thinking of drugs in society, we don't automatically think in our heads, most of us, sugar. Right. Anything that's in our pantry or anything in our refrigerator. Salt. So what would you consider a drug? What would I consider a drug? One that make somebody change who they are in a negative way okay that makes it dangerous to little kids Mm -hmm. and circling back around you said you know where it gets to the point where they have to rob and steal um just to get that fixed you know it's sad it really is sad and i think society needs to utilize the resources and make aware of how big this issue is yes and i think like news resources and stuff talk about bath salt and jenkins and bath salt is that where they were like eating their piece of people's faces off they were zombies yeah and there was only one case in florida of course and it blew up everybody was on yes but there was no factual evidence that any of that was happening and just like the jenkins 
news reports and media just try to scare people and have that moral fear instilled in them. Yeah. And we have to take that approach and we have to do our outside resource looking. And if we ever think about it, we sit here and we're like addiction, addiction, addiction. Somebody needs to help. Somebody needs to solve a problem. But sometimes the solution to somebody's cancer treatment, to somebody's painkiller, instead of taking painkillers, they use marijuana. They use gummies. Yes. They use edibles. They use that brownie mix. Yeah, I feel like society either goes from one extreme to the other. There's got to be a happy median. And you know um, that lady, Dr. Mary, that would give all her AIDS patients um, in the comic book that we had to read, cannabis the illegalization in america she would give it to them so that they wouldn't be in pain and help them for their treatment but some treatment places also even on the lower scale of helpful homes and different things like that for these treatment places people can't afford them people have to give up their life for those six months they can't work. They have to just focus on their treatment. Well, I'm sorry, but I need a job to pay my light bill and to pay to be into treatment. How else are they supposed to pay? So a lot of people don't are able to get the treatment they need or want because they can't afford it. They can't, they're already in the wrong mindset of yes. getting that fix and everything. And if their family is not wealthy enough or have enough money or the resources to send them to rehab and to take care of their needs and family that their addiction has separated them from, but yet they still need to be raising their babies and things, yeah. they they're can't get the help they need. Like you said, they're not in the correct state of mind. And as a society, we need to make sure these addicts have their proper advocates. Um, You know, I think the government should provide more um, alternatives such as, you know, cannabis oil, CBD oil. You know, like the, the legalization of this, all these drugs at one time were legal. Yep. What made them become illegal? What made us look at them bad? Coca-Cola, the canned drink, yep. used to, to look. cocaine in it. It did. But it used, now, used to be looked at, oh, it's just a soda. Go grab a soda from your pantry. Now, the news the media resources that we have like Facebook and Instagram has sworn us to not like Coca-Cola, the regular drink. Mm -hmm. Now they have to make the sugar free, the caffeinated free kind. And as a society, we're growing to all these things that are bad for you, bad for you. Well, everything is going to be bad for us, but it's that extent that we have to choose of how bad things can be for us. Yeah, it's like you have to pick the lesser of the two evils. And I think we're so far in advancement and technology and medicine that I believe we need to take a step back and look for the more natural approach. And I think that's what they're trying to do with the sugar-free stuff, just like in the health industry. Yeah. But those sugar-free so-called things 
are actually worse for us that they're finding out that they used to throw on us all the time get the sugar free get the splenda now you never hear splenda you better get stevia or honey and back in the day when i was growing up the big thing was aspartame you know all the diet sodas had that and there was even science journals stating that the aspartame causes cancer it's just the media portrays things in a bad light just so they can get media attention viewers they can get subscribers you know this youtube thing your likes your shares it's ridiculous i think that we should just be able to go to a more natural way where drugs are legal they were all made you know somebody's gonna get them somebody's gonna use them if not it's not gonna be safe it's gonna be on that black market right it's going to have names that teens come up with yeah molly yellow jackets i remember hearing yellow jackets back in the day and it's sad unfortunately both drugs and sex sell and it's all about the money and whatever is sexier you always see those advertisements that their perfume the perfume is sexy it hones in on the woman's body you know men are sexy you don't see a fat chubby you know not looking good guy on the commercial no maybe if it's for (laughs) pepto-bismo that is true that is true I know I tell my husband all the time is someone would buy an outfit worn by someone smaller than me. And that's, that's the truth. Yeah. It really does. Everything has a stigma. Well, if you look at a piece of article of clothing on a fat person or a chubby, curvy lady or so-called fat, we all have fat. Yep. But if you see it on a skinny girl... Um, you're not as likely to buy it from that super anorexic girl or that chubbier, curvier lady. You want that middle ground. You want that, oh, perfect, like, she didn't try look. Right. And it goes back to the celebrities. You know, you hear, how does Britney Spears have it all? Well, she's faced with her own demons. She's, She's having her own battles and drugs can you imagine being a celebrity and having to only live off of two hours of sleep anywhere you go oh i couldn't do it absolutely people are throwing their selves at you and you have to look picture perfect if you smile or you twist your lip the wrong way yeah it's over everywhere and the, the media just pushes it onto people and media has taken drugs and have illegalize them it has scared people people have backed them up like doctors lawyers they've done those research studies or so-called research scientific method kind of studies but yet they manipulate their data they report faulty data and you know as a college student myself i didn't know before college and i still have a difficult time with reading those academic journals that scientists have published. Because they're reported so incredibly 
intelligently, I would say, that it makes you believe what you're reading is true. And they know how to make it sound like significantly important yep. at 0.25. And everybody is just like, what in the world is it talking about? Yep. So I guess. Because if oh, you think about it, all it is is an experiment. You're manipulating variables for a certain outcome. To have that solution right. practically that you want, even though it's unethical. Why right. would you sit there and do months of research to not have some kind of factual information that is correct? Absolutely. And so anything, in my opinion, can be can be altered or manipulated. Yeah. And obesity, their addiction is food. The next thing and the next meal, the next minute, they think about food. Well, food is natural. Food mm -hmm. keeps us alive. Well, you don't have too much, you don't have too little. So what's that perfect medium for somebody that's obese and trying to watch their weight? You right. know, they're fighting that demon every second of every day, just like an addict is yeah. trying to fight that high, that fix, that come get you high from that dopamine. Right. And you see a lot of commercials nowadays with, oh, Weight Watchers or this nutrition program, but you don't see any on, or I shouldn't say any, you, sh you don't see as many for addictions. Right. Like you... real struggle everyday drug addictions. Like the people that are homeless on the street. Yeah. A lot of them, we just drive by and we're like, he just needs to go in there and, you know, get a job. I'm not going to give him a dollar. Of course you don't want to give them a dollar because most times, nine times out of ten, you They're are going... to turn around and use that dollar for drugs. Right. But we have to uncover why that person started those drugs. Yep. Why he's taking those drugs. Maybe it's to cure his treatment that he can't afford. He doesn't have the medical insurance to be able to go into the doctor and cure his cancer. Jade, I really think you're onto something. I don't know, but get with us next week to find your take on other things than just drugs. <laughs>